Greetings and salutations and welcome to the Trash Fire of Talk podcast with your host, Skits M. Jones. I am that host, Skits M. Jones. Uh, let's get into past and current events real quick. Uh, last night, I did Flabby's Comedy Cavalcade at Phyllis's Musical Inn. Uh, that was a, a wild fucking show. Um, it was, uh, it was a, a true bar crowd, you know, it was a, a crowd you really had to work, uh, to get their attention. And it was fun though. It was a fun show. Um, I like a challenge and I think I did, you know, fairly well. I held my own for sure. Uh, got to chat with some folks from the area and, and see a few folks do their thing who I'd never seen before. So that's always cool. Uh, thanks to Keegan for bringing me out for that one. And uh, yeah, so for my third city gig, not a bad time. Um, I'm going to have more shit coming up in the city uh, in the not too distant future. I can't announce anything yet, but when I can, you'll know. Uh, upcoming this week, we've got Game of Microphones, as always, Thursday at the Comedy Shrine. Mm, excuse me, killer lineup. We've got uh, Fritz Wagner. Aaron Klopfer, Darius Hurley, Joe Antonacci, Peter Daniel, Dara Oz, uh, Mitch, uh, oh hell, Kemiopoli, I believe is how you say his last name. I'll figure that out before I have to bring him out on stage. Uh, And then uh, KB Marion is headlining and, you know, she's the best. Uh, plus, you know, for, for any comics in the area who want to try and get on the show, we've got an, uh, a lotto spot to enter the competition. You get eight minutes and a chance to win that, that money. So, uh, yeah, come on out this Thursday, 8 p.m. ish comedy time, you know, show at Comedy Shrine. Uh, it's going to be a good time. All right. All that out of the way. Hey, it's fucking 9-11. Um, that's weird right? Uh, it's, it's nine 11 and, um, it, it's the 18th anniversary, which means that, you know, I'm 36. So half my life ago was nine 11, but that also means I was 18, uh, when nine 11 happened. And I know a lot of my a lot of my peers, a lot of my, my uh, compatriots in the comedy scene and whatnot, you know, a lot of them are considerably younger than me um, and don't really remember 9-11 in the same way I do, you know, because I, I was an adult for all intents and purposes, you know, we can argue how adult one is when they're 18, but, but I was 18, I was legally an adult. Uh, I was a college student at uh, Columbia College in Chicago. I had uh, two jobs. You know, I was, I was working at a blockbuster video and working at a gas station. Um, you know, I, I, it was definitely a life. And I, I remember waking up, uh, to turn on the TV and see that nine 11 was happening. It was, it was one of those few random days where I, I didn't have to be anywhere bright and early or anything. So I was, I was having myself a little nap and I woke up, uh, to see, that 9-11 had happened. And, you know, my, my mom had called me panicked, like, oh my God, we're under attack. We're under attack. And the rest of that day, total blur. Um, but then the next week all stands out as, you know, I, 
like I said, I went to school, Columbia College in, in the city, and it was silent. Like, if you've never heard Chicago silent, it's the weirdest thing in the world. No air traffic. No airplanes overhead. None. Uh, cops on every corner. Each and every corner. Cops. Everyone walking around with one eye cocked slightly toward the sky. The entire time. It was so unnerving. It, it was almost post-apocalyptic feeling. Because everyone felt like there was going to be another attack at any moment. And we can get into all of the shit, you know, as to whether or not it was an inside job or an outside job, or was it the Saudis, or was it, uh, you know, the, the Taliban or Al-Qaeda? I mean, it wasn't Al-Qaeda. We know that. Uh, it wasn't. It... All right, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into that. Um, but it, it was just, it was so unnerving to have that much silence um, in, in an area that's typically so noisy. You know, and, and that's Chicago. That's not even where shit went down. That's just where people were afraid shit might go down next. You know, and, and gradually life started to kind of return to uh, a state of normalcy, but nothing has been normal ever since. Like, there is a clear line in the sand where, you know, there is pre-9-11 and post-9-11 in terms of history and life in the U.S. You know, things definitely changed. And for those who, you know, aren't, aren't old enough to remember the times before 9-11, it's, it's weird. Um, you know, and, and every... Every 9-11, you know, we all kind of mark the occasion. You know, there's all the never forget talk and, and shit like that. Um, you know, and I joined the military not after 9-11. Like, 9-11 had nothing to do with me joining the military. Uh, in fact, I was staunchly against the Iraq war. Uh, I wasn't even terribly convinced about the, the war in Afghanistan, um, you know, Everything post 9-11 was a shit show. Uh, one could argue still is. Um, you know, I, I... There was so much being protested in the lead up to 9-11. And then once 9-11 happened, so much protesting against wars and things like that. And uh, I remember working at the Blockbuster, you know, the, the week after 9-11... And you'd have, like, proto-edgelord people be like, Hey, man, I got an impression. You want to see my impression? This is a plane on 9-11. And, like, they'd stick their arms out like wings and go, eh, and bump into somebody. Like, that was proto-edgelord humor post-9-11 back in 2001. It was weird. Um, but I... Like I said, I'll never forget that weird silence. Um, 
it was wild. And then I, I look at, you know, how we've marked the occasion since, um, you know, like, like 2012, uh, I remember it was, uh, a nine 11 anniversary, um, where for the first time, uh, you know, don't ask, don't tell had been repealed. And it was like, Oh, now the men and women, uh, serving in the wars that, you know, were justified after 9-11, uh, could serve openly, even if they were gay. Like, that was wild. Uh, 2012 was the first anniversary, uh, of 9-11 where Osama bin Laden was dead. Um, and yet, you know, it was also a time when the country was like super divided. You know, this was, uh, Obama was in office, um, and, and looking at the, the second term and, you know, shit was weird. People were, the racism was really starting to become overt again. Um, you had all the birtherism shit that our current president was, you know, the, the headliner of like, it was wild to look at how much progress was made and yet how much regression was really like really had its, had its, its finger on the trigger ready to, to go, you know, like I said, don't ask, don't tell repealed Osama bin Laden dead. Like there was a lot that had happened that seemed in the positive And then so much that was just scratching at the door, uh, to, to get us to the point where we're at now. Um, you know, I, I look at, uh, in, in 2015, um, you know, I, I marked the, the occasion reflecting on, uh, how we, we created a, a whole generation of vets who, you know, are, are plagued with homelessness and drug addiction and PTSD and traumatic brain injuries and barriers to care and high suicide rates. And, you know, the, the battle to use GI Bill and the, the battle for, for VA treatment. And, you know, I, I had, I had just come off my own two and a half year battle against the VA to try and get my benefits. And that, and there was so much, and, you know, we, we talked about the, the never forget, never forget, never forget. And yet we never forget that nine 11 happened, but we forget all the bullshit around it. We forget the lies. We forget the abuses. We forget, you know, we, we brush under the rug, all of the, the justifications to wreak havoc across the, across the, the globe. You know, we destabilized an entire region of, of the world. You know, we fucked up the Middle East, uh, to a degree from which it is, it is still not recovered and we are dealing with the consequences. Um, you know, the, the Patriot Act, you know, people forget the Patriot Act and how, how big a thing that was. And, and, you know, you look at the people who, who jumped on that and, you know, rode that to the, the, you know, one, one could definitely argue, uh, um, uh, the, the, illogical conclusions of like, oh, FEMA camps and shit, you know, this was the rise of your, 
you know, the Zeitgeist documentary and the Alex Jones types, you know. Post 9-11, people got real fucking wild. Like, the the breakdown of truth versus fiction uh, post 9-11, those lines blurred so fucking hard. And we've still not recovered. And in fact, the you know, the, the disagreements over, over truth have never been deeper than, than they were pre nine 11, you know, um, in 2017, I marked the fact that more veterans had been lost to suicide since nine 11 than people who actually died in the attacks of nine 11. Uh, and then you look at the millions upon millions of lives, uh, that were lost in, uh, Iraq and Afghanistan, you know, villages decimated, civilians, hospitals, weddings, like we wiped out entire communities, billions upon billions of dollars spent, you know, it, it's 9-11, you know, people talk about how the country came together immediately after, and then all of that was immediately sold out, like immediately sold out and fractioned us to, to an even greater degree. You know, you, you look at uh, there was the backlash against the Dixie Chicks, you know, uh, who, who dared to speak out against uh, uh, George W. Bush and the war in Iraq, um, which got them like ostracized from from country music and, and banned from the radio. You look at. Uh, the songs that weren't allowed on the radio immediately after 9-11, you know, uh, nothing by uh, Rage Against the Machine, nothing by System of a Down, you know, so many random songs uh, that that were just banned from radio play for a long time post 9-11. You know, last year, uh, I'm on 9-11, we, you know, we forget that, that Bush is, you know, a, a piece of shit and a war criminal and, you know, led us into, uh, just decades long clusterfuck wars. You know, now people look at him like he's quaint and he's cute. Cause he's a doddering old fuck handing out candy and painting pictures and shit like that. But like ruin the country, you know, um, Senator John McCain, you know, we, we honor him because he died last year, but this motherfucker sang bomb, 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 bomb Iran, you know, like we, we look at the way veterans have been, have been treated, uh, since nine 11. And it's a, it's a goddamn nightmare, you know? So all the talk about never forgetting, um, fuck it. Like, you know, you forgot everything else that stemmed from 9-11 other than the fact that, you know, the towers fell. Like, that's really the only thing we all agree on is those towers came down. Like, that, even that, some people are like, they were holograms the whole time. Like, there are people who believe that shit. It's, it's insane the point we've gotten to. And, you know, I... It's heartbreaking remembering a pre-9-11 world um, it's sobering looking at the post 9-11 world. And again, half my life 
is pre-9-11 and half is post-9-11. That's, that's 18 years on either side of it. And it's, it's such a, a marker for our view of the world and our view of ourselves as a nation. Um, and I don't, you know, I, I don't have anything profound to add. You know, I, I don't, I don't have the inside dirt. You know, I, I have, I have what I know, uh, in terms of, you know, the, the political lead up to nine eleven and everything that happened post nine eleven and some of the justifications and, and, if you ever want to talk to me one-on-one about any of those things, it's not something I'm going to, to get into here because that, that, that's a conversation more than it's a monologue, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's a weird anniversary to mark. It's a weird thing to think about, especially with the, with, you know, the fact that people born in 2001 can vote this year. Like that's people born on nine 11 are the age now that I was on nine 11. Um, it's weird. It's weird to think about. And I, I guess that's really all I have to say about it is it's just so fucking weird. And if you weren't old enough to, to remember it, and the the eeriness of it, and the silence, and the fear. Um, I I don't know that I could ever do it justice. Um, you know, yeah. So there you go. Um, to uh, to try and lighten this a little bit, I thought maybe I, for my song recommendations, I would look at the number one song on September two thousand eleven or September 11th, 2001, and then September 11th this year, and, and what, those, what those number one songs on the Billboard Top 100 happen to be. So uh, the Billboard number one song on September 11th, 2001 was J-Lo and Ja Rule's I'm Real Murder Remix. And this track was packed full of controversy. Like it's, it's wild. The song features numerous uncredited samples. And beyond that, it sparked a feud with Mariah Carey. Uh, Mariah Carey had initially tried to license the song Mary Jane by Rick James, uh, for a sample for use in her song, lover boy. Uh, but JLo and, uh, Mariah Carey's former husband, Tommy Mottola arranged for the sample to go to JLo instead. Uh, which, you know, was a, uh, caused huge heat between J-Lo and Mariah, uh, which Mariah then addressed in the remix for her song Lover Boy. Uh, the remix featured the brat uh, kind of talking about that whole situation. In addition to that, the African-American community was upset over Lopez's use of the N-word during the song, uh, given that she's not black. Uh, the lyric was written by Ja Rule, who came to J-Lo's defense, uh, and J-Lo's track, Jenny from the Block, uh, from 2002, seemed to be a response to the controversy, you know, addressing 
who she is and where she came from as opposed to what her her media image was at the time um so yeah that's that's what was on the on the cultural zeitgeist uh at the time you know the the billboard number one song again j-lo and ja rules i'm real um the number one song today is uh truth hurts by lizzo and this marks the third occasion that lizzo pops up in the uh recommendations for for uh this podcast uh the track was originally released two years ago in september of 2017 uh so a slow burn for this one. Uh, the track really found success when the line, I just took a DNA test, turns out I'm 100% that bitch, became a meme on TikTok and beyond, uh, which prompted the track to find all sorts of new life, and it became Lizzo's biggest hit to date. Uh, it's a banger of a song. The video's fantastic. Um... You know, it's it features all of the earmarks of what makes Lizzo so popular: the relatability, the uh, you know the the wit and the you know the 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 looking at the bullshit in life and lifting yourself up above it. You know, uh, and 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 praising yourself. You know, and 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 loving yourself. Which the you know the the premise of the video by the end finds Lizzo marrying uh, herself uh, in a in a ceremony like that's the the loving yourself thing that is Lizzo's kind of uh, you know uh, that's her deal very much uh, the focus of of this song and and the accompanying video weird bit of trivia about this song. There is a radio station in Green Bay that edits the words Minnesota Vikings out of the song due to the fact that the Green Bay Packers have a rivalry with the Vikings, which proves that football fans are fucking ridiculous. Like, that's so fucking stupid. Like, fuck you, Green Bay. (laughs) Get over yourselves, dipshits. Um, And I'm not even mad at Green Bay because they beat the, the... the Bears or whatever. I'm I'm mad at Green Bay and the Bears for running a show on having a game on a Thursday, which competed with Game of Microphones. So fuck them for that. But uh, yeah, I don't give a shit about football. Fuck football. Um, but Truth Hurts by Lizzo is a banger. So give that a listen. Um, now it's time for the tarot pull for the episode. Uh, I'm pulling from the '90s tarot deck, uh, and the card I've pulled is the Tower which uh, is represented by Feruza Balk uh, in her role as Nancy from the movie The Craft, which is one of my favorite movies. I've talked about it before. I think I've pulled this card before. Um, I did not pick The Tower because it's the anniversary of 9-11, just to get that out of the way. Like, just so we're clear, total happenstance that I that I pulled that card. You know, absolutely random draw, as always. Um, this card card is, uh, as I'm sure I've said in the past, one of the most feared cards in the tarot deck because it is about a sudden uh, uh, chaotic change. Um, It's about upheaval. It's about release and and change. There has been a, a sudden shift and a new clarity either for you or for someone who directly affects you. And that clarity is causing great changes in your life. 
and something is breaking down around you. Something is crumbling. Uh, but whatever it is that's breaking down, fucking let it. Like, let that shit go. Because um, it's a nightmare to fight against that crumble or collapse. You know, it. the, the momentum is in the favor of gravity. And gravity is, is pulling those pieces down to the, the fucking ground. Um, you know, so don't, don't fight it. You know, it's, it, let that shit fall apart. And yes, it's going to be a struggle to clear the smoke and to clear the debris. But once the tower has crumbled and you've cleared it out of the way, you have a field that is fresh and renewed and empty. You have a space to build something new to put in that place, you know, and whether it's a relationship whether it's a job, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a creative endeavor. Sometimes you have to let some shit fall apart. Sometimes you have to let some change happen in order to have the space and the ability to build something new. So when you find yourself in absolute chaos and shit is falling down around your fucking head and you are just in a panic over it, let that shit happen and, you know, Put the effort instead toward cleaning the, clearing the field when it's all said and done, you know, and then building something fresh and new in that space. That's the message I leave you with. Um, it's, it's been a weird episode. Uh, I hope you didn't mind my reflecting back on, you know, uh, 18 years of post 9-11 life. Um, yeah, it's uh it's been a weird one. Anyway, that's all I got for this episode. Come back uh on Sunday, we'll have a new episode and some new new stuff to talk about. Uh in the meantime, as always, you know, keep that trash fire burning.